Welcome to This Week in the State Line, where we talk with local people about the local topics that you care about. Good morning, it's Steve Summers. Glad you're here. This morning we're talking to a Rockford native who has gone on to big, great things and decided to bring Hollywood to Rockford a little bit. Let's meet Matthew Cicella, or is it Cicella? It's, a, it's an Italian name, right? Isn't it, Matthew? Yes, sir, it's Cicella. Cicella. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it just comes out naturally. It sounds great, Steve. <laughs> uh, well, welcome. First of all, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. So, Matthew, you tell us a little bit about your journey to Hollywood and how... What we're going to need to talk about is so unique for the state line area. What we're going to talk about is my movie called Without Grace. It's a romantic drama with a faith-based undercurrent. Um, to give you a quick brief synopsis, it tells the story of Lucas. Um, it, he embarks on a journey of lost love, lost faith, and three best friends that refuse to give up on him. That's like your general synopsis. Right. Essentially what happened to get to the Hollywood aspect, which is pretty unique, I tried to make this movie myself back in 2014. And money just didn't come together. You know, with movies, sometimes the funding falls apart. You have committed, and then it falls apart. Mm-hmm. Well, I had already cast this movie with a bunch of Chicago people, one of them being Shannon Brown. Um, he's a, He was a local actor in Chicago. Sure. Movie fell apart. Nothing happened. Fast forward five years earlier in 2019, I get a phone call out of the blue from Shannon Brown. He said, hey, I was just looking at my resume, removing some movies that fell apart. Um, whatever happened with Without Grace? And I was like, you know, nothing, man. It just fell apart, and I got married, raised my kids, you know, stuff like that. He's like, well, Matt, I own my own production company in Los Angeles now. I want to make your movie. I want you to direct it. Wow. And I'm, you know, I'm floored. I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yes, I love the screenplay so much. I couldn't get out of my mind. I had to know what happened to this. You're not doing anything with it. Let's do this. And I was like... (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> like I mean, what do you want me to say of course that's exactly what i would have said <laughs> yeah all right. no problem well, first you're thinking steve i'm thinking it's a it's a it's a con artist a scam of some sort right. like how this guy from chicago five years ago who was a, with all due respect was a nobody now he owns his own studio calling me who is a nobody let's be honest <laughs> so I'm, i think it's a scam but it turned out obviously to be uh not and it was great so the movie is in production right now, and you filmed a well, big portion of it right here in the state line area. We filmed the entire fall. thing here. The entire thing the entire this past thing. fall. Yep. Wow. See, when, when you're born and raised in Rockford, you go to East High School, you love, you know the area. Why would you go to some foreign land when you can just make all the great shots you want here? Because you used, what backgrounds did you use here in town? We used a lot of local businesses. We used uh, the St. Ambrosio Club on Montague. We used Sherry's Place, which is a family restaurant on Forest Hills. We had Hope and Anchor, uh, which is a bar and grill on North 2nd Street. Mm -hmm. We had um, Town Hall Lounge. We used that. Alpine Park um, down by Sinisippi. We got some shots down. We shot basically all over the place. (laughs) We just wanted, once we're filming in Rockford, we wanted to incorporate as much of Rockford as we could. It's, uh, there's a lot of negativity in Rockford, unfortunately. It's not the city that I grew up in. So if I could put a little bit of positivity back into the city, by not only shooting in Rockford, but involving the community. We have over 100 people, Rockford, that I don't know, I didn't know at the time, be a part of our movie. Like, they were, you know, background extras, but they were just beyond thrilled to be a part of it, and I would have never met these people otherwise. And now I talk to them almost every day. 
It's oh, really great. awesome. We're talking to Matthew Chiquella. He is a uh, producer, director, screenwriter, and from the Rockford area, just filmed the movie Without Grace in Rockford this past fall with the fall colors. I bet you that turned out beautifully with the Wonderful. colors. Wonderful. It was a great backdrop. Especially at Alpine Park. Yes. Um, who stars in your movie Without Grace? Uh, we have Shannon Brown, who is a Los Angeles-based actor. Uh, we have uh, Hillary Anderson. She's from Chicago. Mark Edwards is from Chicago. Dave Block is actually from Rockford, Illinois. He, he's in the movie as well. There's a whole host of, uh, of actors, mainly Chicago talent, but there is Shannon and Suzette Brown are both from Los Angeles. Uh, Robin Kaufman, wasn't he in Chicago Robin Fire? Kaufman, she is from Chicago Fire. Yes, mm-hmm. she's in it as well. She, she played in Chicago Fire for uh, several episodes. I think she has an ongoing arc on that show. She's in there as well. Uh, Bruce uh, Spiel, Spielbauer is from Chicago. He was on several of Chicago shows. I don't know if it's PD or sure. Fire. But yeah, we had quite a lot of Chicago talent that were up and coming on, on, on their you know networks, the network shows. So now that everything is in the can, as they say, right? Mm-hmm. Now yep. you're doing the editing process? Yes. And when is the movie Without Grace filmed in Rockford going to be debuted for the world? We're going to premiere, actually here in Rockford, we're going to the world premiere here in Rockford, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. That premiere weekend, we're having a red carpet event at the Nordloft Center in downtown Rockford. Um, Tickets are actually going to go on sale January 31st at 10 a.m., you can go to the Without Grace Facebook page for information on that. And that's Without Grace yep, without Facebook Grace. page, right? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So is it going to be like a lottery? Because I'm sure everybody wants to go to see the big premiere, the red carpet thing. Not going to be a lottery. We're just going to put tickets on sale for three days, and we're going to see what happens. First come, first, first serve. Come. That's it. I mean, that's what we did at three days. Most premieres are obviously one day. It's just one day, one big event, one big red carpet, you know. And then you call it, call it a day, and you put the movie on festivals and on on demand, but because it's something special and unique for Rockford, I wanted to do it at least three days. And, I mean, if we sell out three days, I'll do it again. I'll just want to show it to everybody that wants to see it. All right. So then after the whole red carpet debut here mm-hmm. at Rockford, does the movie go somewhere else or what happens to the movie then? After the premiere, we're going to put it in film festivals. Um, film festivals is where your movie's going to go for, like, a distribute, like a Paramount, Lionsgate, one of those bigger companies. They will then look at your movie and if they like it, they will buy it. And then it might end up in, like, your AMC theaters. Um, if, if there is no bites on the film festivals, what happens to your movie is it goes what's called on demand. And that's where you'll see your movie on Google Play, Apple iTunes, Amazon Prime Video, um, you know, all the Fandango Now, all those services. So it'd be available world, worldwide for anybody to purchase. Online. We are talking to Michael Chiquella about the movie Without Grace, and uh, it was filmed in Rockford, going to be debuted, as you just heard, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. But this is not like the first movie that you actually shot here in Rockford. You did something before this, right? Yes, sir. I shot, back in 2012, I shot Poetic, which was a psychological thriller that I filmed uh, in Rockford as well. I, I shot that in 2011, premiered it in 2012 at Sabala Shrine. That one, because of the nature of the film, I did not get a lot of traction with it. It was more of a gritty, what you call an R-rated film. Mm-hmm. It, it was my first experience in filmmaking, so it wasn't it wasn't a good movie. Let's just call it what it is. That's where you learn, right? <laughs> that is exactly where I learned. And now I've used that to work with the Hollywood company that I made Without Grace from, and it's just light years Wait, better. Talk about the spectrum. Gritty, dark... Uh, rated R yeah. to Without Grace, which I take it has some religious connotation, yeah. but you don't have to be a true Christian to appreciate the movie, correct? Not at all. That was the one goal that I had when I wrote this movie. The first and primary goal was to make a Christian film or faith-based film that you can believe in God or you cannot believe in God. One of our main stars is an atheist, and he doesn't change. He's a great person. He does not change. 
a lot of the pure flicks of Christian movies, if you don't believe in God, you are suddenly the bad guy. I don't believe in that. You, Steve, can sit across me. You see a cross on my neck right now. Exactly. I am a Christian. My best friend is an atheist. I love him to death. Right. His beliefs don't affect my beliefs. The movie should reflect that. It shouldn't be one or the other. So the movie is called Without Grace. And again, coming up May 1st, 2nd, or 3rd, Nordloff Theater in downtown Rockford again. Without Grace, the Facebook page for more details about that. Now that that's in the uh, hopper, that could maybe become a um, a big Academy movie. We just had the movie from Rockford about skateboarding with mm-hmm. Bing, who just had that luck yeah. in the uh, Academy Awards. So good luck to you. Maybe that'll happen for you on this one. Thank you very but much. But you're not, like, gathering, you know, dust. You're already working <laughs> on a next movie, another movie, correct? That is correct, yeah. We have a couple possible options in the timeline right now. The goal is to hopefully make enough money through the premiere for Without Grace to then make a movie in the fall of this year here again in Rockford, Illinois. So it's um, we don't have an exact title right now. There's a couple different we're working on to mm-hmm. see which one we raise enough money for. But yeah, the definite goal is to film again in Rockford in August, September of this year. Well, we like what you do for the uh, state line and for Rockford to make sure that we have a, uh, a platform, a venue of some form to get the word out that it's not all doom and gloom like you may right. hear in the news all the time. So that's why I loved your movie, Without Grace. The title, the whole concept, the fact that you shot it in Rockford, you're going to have the debut in Rockford. I think that's really uh, kudos to your testament to uh, the value that you have for your hometown. So thank you for that. Thank you. That is great. So how do we find out more? Obviously, Without Grace on Facebook, but... Um, how do we audition for your movies? I mean, sure, somebody's out there like, I'm an aspiring actor. <laughs> how do I get in touch with you? <laughs> well, the easiest way is also through Facebook, but it's the Never Submit Entertainment Facebook page. That is my company, Never Submit Entertainment. Um, it's facebook.com slash Never Submit ENT. That's already type of Never Submit Entertainment in a search group. You can also, through the Without Grace page, you can find me. I have my own personal page, Matthew Chiquella, on Facebook, which is like a, a like page, you know, like a fan page, whatever. You can find me on there. There's a lot of ways to get in touch with me. Yeah, I'm so always talking. Without Grace on Facebook would be a, a great place to start. Yes. So as a screenwriter, obviously, you start. You sit down with your laptop. used to be typewriter. Now you sit <laughs> down with your laptop, right? Oh, my God. And do you start with a concept, or you just start writing, and then you kind of build around? How do you start a screenplay? I start with the core concept. I, I know what I want the story I want to tell. I don't know where the story's going to take me. The last screenplay I wrote after Without Grace was called Aces and Eights, and it was more of an action movie in tribute to the, Stol- like the Sylvester Stallone movies of the, of the 90s. Mm-hmm. I knew the story. I sat down with page one. I had no idea what scene one was. I just started writing, and by the time it ended, the story actually took me as the writer in a place I didn't foresee happening because I don't know where I'm going. I let the characters develop themselves as I'm writing, and just whatever happens, happens. And I guess I've been pretty lucky with that with that process. Do you do you picture the characters in your head and what they look like and what they may act or their personalities? You you do. You actually sound like a, a psychopath in your own living room <laughs> because realistically, you're sitting there, you're talking out loud because you need the dialogue to sound natural. Right. So you're imagining this whoever you know you're imagining the character as you're talking out loud, saying the words. And after a few minutes, for a writer like me. You don't even see a computer screen anymore. You don't see your hands on keyboard. You just have this illusion of what is taking place in front of you. And then when you're done, you're like, oh, I've been sitting here for 10 hours. You didn't realize it. You just wrote this entire you know, screenplay. Do you picture the backdrop and, and where the scene is taking place? And, and You where make up go? the entire world, Steve. Every, really? Every aspect is. Because you have to, as a screenwriter, it, you're basically making a blueprint for the director. Now, in my case, I usually direct my own films. But a lot of times if you sell a screenplay, somebody else is going to take your work and direct it. They need to know every aspect of what you saw in order to create that film, bring that page to life. So you need to know 
their characters, what they're wearing, their age, their height, their weight, the background, what the color of the desk is, you know, every, <laughs> everything. You have to know every single detail. All right, so I'm a student in Rockford, maybe at the colleges or even in high school level. I'm listening to Matthew Chiquella, who's a... Well, professional screenwriter, director, and producer of movies, and the movie Without Grace is coming to Rockford, May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. So uh, what advice can you give me as a startup? Like, how do I get into this? Because I have it in my passion, too. Where, how did you start? Where did? What's the first thing I need to do? Now, the easiest thing first, the easiest thing is to write, because writing is free. Write as many screenplays as you can, because the truth is your first few screenplays, you might think they're a masterpiece. They're probably <laughs> not. Mine weren't. Keep doing that and then start making what's called a short film. Make a short film that's like six, seven minutes long. That's what actually how I did it. I made my first short film in 2010 and I premiered at the On the Waterfront Film Festival. I don't know if you remember the On the Waterfront Festival we used to have. I love 15 years ago, it seems. Yeah, a long time ago. So I, I premiered it there. So yeah, write screenplays, get used to your craft, make short films, put them on YouTube. It's free. Somebody might see it. If they don't, try and save your money and make your own movie. Like I did Poetic. It wasn't a good movie, and I can admit that, but I learned so much, and it got my name out there enough that people saw potential in my work. They didn't like that movie, obviously, but they liked me enough and my crew enough to kind of give us something else to work on. And that's, you just build your way up. You have to be willing to pay your dues. And to network, because that's how this yes. whole Without Grace movie became a, a reality. Yeah, it's, really, it's all about your community of people that work behind you. Like I have, like I said, never submit entertainment. It's me, Rick Rowland Jr., Mitch Wright II, and, and Dave Block. The four of us are a team. We're a unit, and we are constantly talking to other people. And the people that, you, that you'll see uh, in May and Without Grace, you'll see them in my next movie because we're constantly building this team together. And, and that's how you make it ahead. You know, look at Kevin Smith. All the same people are in all his movies. There's a reason behind that. Yeah, because they know each other. Mm-hmm. So the technology, obviously, when you made your very first movie, it was a whole different world. As we yes. say on the waterfront, that seems like a whole different yes. world away for Rockford. But with the uh, invention of the iPhones and the Google Pixels with their incredible phones mm-hmm. on the cameras and things like that, people are making movies and with the digital, you know, the platforms on laptops now and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, it seems like a little bit easier than when you had to blaze your own trail. I'm jealous of people nowadays. <laughs> I am jealous. I, um we were talking the other day about we could make a movie right now without raising financing. We could just take you know an iPhone that shoots in 4K video and go go shoot a movie right now, and you don't need your expensive several thousand dollar cameras because it looks just as good. Right. It might not look as appeasing holding a little camera shooting a movie, but the end result that the viewer will see is the exact same quality. It's the same resolution. And very good for a, uh, I guess, an idea starter. Like this is what it could be like. For like a, an audition tape for producers to say, right. here's my movie I did on a phone. A phone. Imagine what it look like on film, kind of a thing, right? Right. Yeah. You take those. Take your take your iPhone, your Samsung, whatever you know, your Android. Go and shoot your short films. Like I said, five six minute movie. Put it for free on YouTube. With with today's te- technology, you can shoot the movie. You can edit it on your computer for free. You don't need anybody else, really. You can do it yourself. You need your actors, but as far as right. you as a production, you don't need anybody else. It's so much easier than when I started. So from East High School to Hollywood, have you been out in California quite a bit? Um, no, I try, I've been out there before. I try not to go out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's why I kept it in Rockford. I'm not a big fan of Hollywood. That's I don't great. fit in. We are so glad to have you here. Matthew Chiquella, the director, producer, screenwriter from Rockford, who is utilizing Rockford as a backdrop for his new movie called Without Grace. That is coming on a premiere on May 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. The red carpet event will be at the Nordloff Theater on January 
31st tickets go on sale. So Without Grace on Facebook, the place to go. Matthew, we can talk all day. I just love chit-chatting to you about films and movies and, and your life and what's in your head. There's so many ideas already. I can see it now. I appreciate that. I, so, can, t- I can talk to you all day, too. Feel free to use me in any movie you have coming up. You know? Hey, don't, don't say it unless you mean it, Steve. <laughs> Rockford might see you in my next movie. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Back with it. more in a moment. My husband, Alex Hussey, was hit by an IED in Afghanistan. I was playing man in foot patrol and I stopped on the bomb. Lost my legs and my left hand in an explosion. DAV helps veterans of every generation to get the benefits they've earned. To see Alex learning to snow ski, that's life-changing. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. This has meant so much. Thank you, DAV. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Well, good morning. It's Steve Summers with Danny McDade from the Irish Marching Society, obviously with St. Patrick's Day coming up and the big news that the Rock River will be dyed green for Patty Fest. Natural person to talk ah, to. Here we go. Hi, Steve. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> right to the source. Right. It, that's that's it. So right. is it too early to say Happy St. Patrick's Day yet? No, no. It is the month of St. Patrick's, so we're going to start it right off the bat. Uh, everything is turning green anyway. We're going right. to start out uh, with this. <laughs> you know, this is the first parade in Rockford for the year. It's the kickoff to spring, and because, um, you know, right after... You normally, have St. Patty's Day is the twenty first. Right. You know, it gets really close. So, and it jumps up. Doesn't it jump up on you fast? It does. It's you just you turn around. You go, ah, oh, I'm in the, the January, February, and then next thing you know, bam, it's St. Patty's Day. <laughs> and let me tell you, all the people on our board know that feeling of <laughs> of, of dread and panic. Because oh my God, we've got to do all this stuff. So, well, the, Patty Fest is such a uh, iconic event in the state line, so I can imagine the pressure is on to to make it big and good every single year. Oh, it is, it is. And you know, um, we were rated, and I I think I might have said this last last time we were talked, but uh, WalletHub.com, go on their website, and they have a rating for St. Patrick's parades and the two hundred parades that were rated in the country. Of course, Chicago being up there and all that. Guess where we rated? I would hope we're in the top 10. We are number nine. Number nine. Number nine out of 200 parades. So that tells you something. It does. All right. So the parade is Saturday the 14th. It is. On the 14th. Um, The lineup uh, for the people who are marching, member families and charities and all that, they march for free. Just uh, register online and come up and show up and you know, be colorful as you can, and you can pass out beads and candy and all that stuff, and there's rules. You can see it on the website. Uh, make sure you register before 2 o'clock. But the lineup, 2 o'clock, there's going to be a little party in front of Gene's New Irish Pub there uh, on 4th, so you can just, you know, if you want to get warmed up before you start. <laughs> and then, and then uh, we'll be stepping off at 3 o'clock, uh, up 7th, um, left on state, right on... Uh, Madison and stop it at the Prairie Street. Uh, we plan on having the green show. We're calling it Operation Emerald Water. So, so the green water. Are we talking about the dying of the Rock River yet? Yes, yes. We're, okay. We're, please we're, tell me more. I'm so curious. All right. This okay. Happen. This is the, this is a first for us. Okay. And we and people are saying, "Oh, you're competing with Chicago." I said, "Well, we tried. We're going to try something different uh, to get people to come downtown and look at this thing." And and uh, this is an experiment, so it's the first time we're doing it. But we got, uh, we kind of got the approvals um, all the way, if you will, approvals uh, where we talked about earlier. Um, uh, this is an environmentally uh, safe uh, uh, pipe fitters and 
And uh, people who want to trace where water sources are going in the environment and stuff like that, they use this. So we're sort of using it in a different application, but it's still uh, completely safe and it dissipates uh, pretty quick. So we're we're hoping that we have a little bit of a show for you um, and seeing what the what it looks like if we can make the river turn emerald green. So even if there's green streaks, it's got to be something. something there'll be something there. There'll be something there. This is a this is a large coordinated effort. And I can't give the source, of, but Motorola is our sponsor on okay. this, and so we're going to shout out to them. Thank you for that, and uh, they're the money behind it. So I just know that the current of the Rock River is such that. It's like, oh, we could just die, and it'll just stay right in this area. It's going to keep flowing. It'll go. It'll go. We may, I think maybe maybe um, Byron's going to enjoy it, and Oregon is going to enjoy it, too. But uh, we'll see how long it lasts, And uh, but we'll give a show for the folks uh, that are coming down to the Prairie Street Brew House. I think we're going to start uh, somewhere upstream, um, uh, maybe about the... We're going to do a test first, but we're going to, I think, maybe the conservatory... Somewhere right there where we're going to start, you know, we got a, a launch there. We're going right. to go in with, uh, uh, we got some help from the volunteer uh, firefighters and the rescue boats are going to do. This is a city, the city is not, but we are behind it. The Irish Marching Society, my name is going to be dragged through every <laughs> court case of where we get, right? So uh, anyway, um, but we're going to see and, and come on down. But, you know, there's so much more that's going to happen. You know, we have the food. Uh, this year we're introducing a new thing. We're going to call it um, uh, Irish egg rolls. Uh, they're they're ra- basically Rubens in an egg roll wrapper. So oh. that's this is, and it's a, this is American Irish uh, uh, new tradition. We're starting here. <laughs> so good. along along with it, yeah, you can get your um, your corned beef, your beef stew, bangers and mash, uh, coke cannon. That's the potatoes and the um, uh, cabbage mixed together, and it's really wonderful. Uh, you can use kale or, or cabbage, either either way. Sure. Um, that's a traditional food. We don't have box tea, which is the uh, potato pancakes. We don't do that. That's just too much work, but yeah. we've got a lot of other things going. So We are talking to Danny McDade from the Irish Marching Society about St. Paddy's Day celebrations in downtown Rockford. Again, the parade starts about 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock? Uh, 3 o'clock. We're three stepping o'clock. up at 3. All right, but you start lining up earlier by 2 o'clock, and then when does the dying of the Rock River happen? Well, we Is hoping it gonna it, it's going to be time. Yes, it's going to be time to be passing uh, the Prairie Street Brew House about five ish. Five ish, right? Okay. Depending so don't on the current. Need curve. to get there at sunrise. <laughs> right, 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 right. So the dying of the river will hopefully <laughs> coincide about five o'clock, and that's when the Patty Fest starts at Prairie Street Brew House. That's right. That's right. All right. Is there an admission to the Prairie Street Brew House? Uh, there is uh, twelve and under. Uh, they they're free, and we have a children's area for them. We'll be giving out lots of they play games and giving out little prizes for them, and then uh, uh, ten bucks is all for the adults. Just wow. ten bucks gets you in, and we have an uh, we had four stages of Irish music happening simultaneously, and they'll be playing all throughout the night. Uh, actually, we're we're extending down to eleven o'clock. We're going to have uh, the uh, some minimal, which is. Not an Irish band, and it was against my wishes, but they're, they're bringing in a very popular band um, called Minimal, and uh, I, my, I, a lot of people heard them. They said they're great. They'll be keeping the party going till 11, from 8 to 11, but we're going to start with traditional uh, American uh, and Irish music. Um, it's starting at 4.30, and, okay. but the food starts at 4. You can buy your wristband. You're going to need a wristband. 
And uh, you can buy those as early as 1 o'clock. Um, if you want to come, get your wristband, go watch the parade, and then come back. You don't have to stand in line. You just get right in. Um, that's a, a good strategy. And then you can grab your table. It's open seating. So, um, But there's, like I said, only in the actual the, the bar, the, you know, the, the main bar doesn't have a music there, but it is in the east room next to the bar, you know. Got it. So, yep. And then... Um, the uh, mosh pit, as I call it, the dock side, which is just a you know too too many, p- it's it's elbow to elbow it there, crowded. and I give up on trying to play down there because I played down there two years. I said I'm done with the mosh pit, so <laughs> so so you basically take over the whole Prairie Street Brew House complex. That's it. It's ours. It, the it, whole thing. Yep. Yep. It's ours. Because so. that's when you said you had four different stages, and they're just strategically yeah, placed. Strategically placed, right? Yeah. So we have uh, people playing all throughout. You have music everywhere. Food. It's going to be fun. Just bring, wear your green, wear all your crazy stuff. It's it, Think of it as Irish Mardi Gras almost. You know, That's the, exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, right. You'll see the Pope and you'll see leprechauns. Right. Leprechauns, you'll, leprechauns, see, you'll see everything. Right. Parking is, of course, the uh, the tricky part. You have to try to you know, walk uh, a little bit on that. That's end. the thing. That's yeah. the thing. So um, we don't have any, you know, we just, we tried to set that up before, but uh, it wasn't used very much. People didn't, try, you know, so... Uh, we'll, we'll, again, we'll go talk to uh, St. James and a few of the other places close by and and uh, let them maybe, if they want to charge, you know, like five bucks or something to park. I don't know. I'll, I'll make that suggestion. Sure. There is mass going on at the same time, so you you should go to mass first and then come to the patty fest. So <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds crazy fun. Is it's going it to be it's like. going to be it's going to be mobbed. I think if, if we get a day like you know like in the forties and the fifties, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be so much fun though. And the parade. I mean, obviously, it starts on one side of town and goes all the way down State Street and turns by. Prairie Street and goes down there. Madison, to, right. Madison to Prairie Street Brew House. Right. Um, but the corners are tight, and there's people everywhere, and a lot of people really enjoy this parade. It's, it is. It gets it gets deep there, you know, right around you know, where, the, where, the, pivot, where yeah. the pivot point is around CJ's there, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, and they're supporting us, and you get, you know, we get support from, uh, and make sure if you want to, uh, you know, once your name uh, associated with us, that you become a sponsor, because we have sponsorship level from, you know, the chieftain level which is the big guys, you know, that, that you know, all the way down chieftains and, and, and then on such down to even down to the shamrock level, you know, but sure. we need it all. And, so, and now a river sponsor, too, because now we're going for yes, we're going, the river. We're, we're going to, this is a big operation, uh, Emerald Water there, so we're going to, you know. Again, that starts at 5 o'clock. I know a lot of people are wondering about the dying of the river. How's that going to work? So it starts around coordinating to land at Prairie Street right around 5. Right around 5, right. So, you, you know, so we'll be, you know, daylight still, and we'll have a, you know, Sure. All that's great show for you. So, And it is environmentally safe, so no need right. to call the Irish Marching Society, no complaints. Right, right. It's all been approved by city council and such, so um, yep. it's quite the undertaking. It is, it, it, it is, and uh, and we're proud to, to do that for our city and, and put us on the map. Uh, we're, we're actually uh, advertising out, you know, all across the northern state line here in Wisconsin and everything, trying to draw some more people to come in to, and see our event, even for the curiosity's sake, <laughs> to see if this turns into a giant disaster or not. <laughs> but it'll be green. But it'll be a green disaster, <laughs> and it won in the last. So. All right, so again, we're talking to Danny McDade from the Irish Marching Society to recap about St. Patrick's Day celebrations in Rockford. The parade starts at 3. Yes, 3 And o'clock. that starts where and goes to where? Okay, we're going to step off at the BMO on 7th, okay? The parking lot there, RPS 205 BMO. 
Harris, mm-hmm. uh, that parking lot, uh, up 7th Street, left on State, okay, and then right on Madison. If you can't remember that, then uh, you're probably <laughs> already, <Started early. laughs> already there. Just get there early before you start. The trick is to get there before you start drinking. That's true. So you can find it, right. And then the uh, big celebration at Prairie Street Brewing Company starts at 4.30-ish, you said? Yes, food. yes. The food starts at 4, okay? okay. You can get in uh, anytime, but uh, we're going to be selling wristbands. Um, but the actual kickoff to you know the food service and all that starts at 4. And it might even start at 3.30. I have to talk to you know the, the owners there. But, you know, but, sure. but then uh, 4.30 is the, the music starts, and uh, it keeps on going, like I said, all the way till, till 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. Said, right? At 11 o'clock. And then the Dying of the River will start and hopefully coordinate around 5 o'clock at Prairie Street Brewing Company. That's pretty much where you want it to be, the greenest. Yes, the right. greenest there, right. The greenest <laughs> so you for can, the party. You can catch the emerald, the emerald spirit right there. So. <laughs> All right, so now as far as like uh, becoming a sponsor, you mentioned that, the website and things that we can get more details about this? Yes, go to the website. I try to drive people there, mostly answer all your questions. We're going to uh, post a, a one-page document there pretty soon. I'm going to give it to you, and sure. it's got everything you need to know on one little piece of paper. <laughs> so if you can, you mess it up, or you don't have connection, you can print that off and take it with you and stumble around and find your way. So, um, and that website is Irish Marching Society. Dot com. There All one word. Just IrishMarchingSociety.com. If you can spell society, right, because you got to spell that right. Because I, I spelled it wrong on my on the first You can't go. do that. You can't do right. that. you got to spell it right. Well, happy St. Patrick's Day. I wish you luck on the dying of the river. I know you're a little concerned about that, but, hey, it's an effort. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Right. And thanks. really it. Thanks, thanks, Steve, for having me on. I no really appreciate problem. it. love coming here. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line 